Welcome to episode six in season two of Doses of Darling. If you are joining me for the first time, welcome. My name is Darling Membreño and I am a licensed professional counselor associate here in the state of Texas. If you are continuing to watch or listen, thank you so much for your continued support. Those of you who are new, if you like the content, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, like the video, and hit the little bell in order to get notifications of when I upload new content. Even those of y'all who are continuing to watch, you know, if you haven't subscribed, this is a good reminder to do so. And if you're listening on platforms where you're not watching me, I do also upload shorts. If you want to have the opportunity to watch some of those shorts, definitely subscribe to the channel on YouTube and you'll get notified about those as well. Okay, so this platform has allowed me the privilege to be able to share my healing journey with y'all. And I have already mentioned in the past few episodes that I'm on the journey of healing somatically now, um, healing the things that have been stored in my body from the experiences that I had growing up. You know, I I shared with y'all that um, I was physically abused by my mother. Um, I was also sexually abused in my childhood. And so that made my body a not safe place to be. Um, it made for a human being who didn't communicate her needs when she needed to. It made for a human being who was either angry all the time or sad all the time, but also very anxious. And I wasn't able to sit in my body and make note of when there was tension in my shoulders or if there were chest pains that I was having or if something was going on with my stomach or if I tensed my jaw, had my hands and fists. You know, I never was able to be able to sit and ask my body really what was going on and what it needed until now that I'm going through this process. And so this episode is going to talk about EFT tapping, which is an alternative form of healing that combines both mental and physical healing through um, tapping, basically a tapping mechanism and cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a therapy that switches your thoughts into something more positive but it also enables one to vent basically what it is that they're feeling and um i'm really really grateful for this alternative method of healing that i that i got to experience and you all get to watch a very dear friend of mine explain it she is an eft practitioner and um she will tell us all about what EFT is, how it works, and how to use it in conjunction with therapy to be able to get you to a point of nervous system regulation and mental regulation. And it's just all the positive things that come with it. I'm so excited for y'all to get to watch this episode. So without further ado, here is Ashley Sitterding talking to us about EFT tapping. All right, everyone. Today we have Ashley Sitterding as a guest on Doses of Darling. I met Ashley at a dance party fitness class that we both go to with a mutual friend of ours. 
And then I saw that she was hosting a dance workshop, maybe like a couple months down the line that was called Liberate Your Wild. I signed up for it and I had the best time. I just, I released so much and connected with so many amazing souls all while getting to dance so many different styles of music, which is one of my favorite things to do in this life. It's a love language of mine. If I'm not dancing in every season of my life, I'm a very sad human. So I was so grateful for that workshop that Ashley hosted. Um, and so after that, I was 100% sure that I needed to have her on and have her share her amazing talents and gifts with the world. Ashley is the registered nurse. She's a licensed hypnotherapist, a neurolinguistic programming practitioner, and an emotional um, freedom technique practitioner as well, which is what we're going to be talking about today. She is a somatic healing queen, and I'm so excited that she's with us today. Welcome, Ashley. <laughs> Thank you. I was so excited to have you come dance with us. And especially as we met that way, and this was a little different of a form of dance, but also still that play and fun and celebration of life that we experience when we dance. So um, I was so glad to have you and so glad to have met you. Thank you. Yeah. So Ashley, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself. So I said all of these certifications that you have take us through the journey of what got you to become an emotional freedom technique practitioner and like your nursing background and everything else. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have been a registered nurse for 12 plus years and I got into nursing to help people. I got into nursing to really dote and nurture people and and um back to health and to wellness. And what I realized over that time is my definition of health and wellness has expanded exponentially over the years. And, you know, I suffered through my own chronic illnesses, chronic fatigue, joint pain, brain fog, digestive issues, uh, skin issues, all sorts of things. And that led me down a rabbit hole of really deep diving into what health means and, and um, more into diet and lifestyle and exercise and all of that. And when my dad got sick, it just like he got sick with cancer and that amplified everything. And at that point I was pretty, I had a lot under my belt in the sense of like knowing how to do um, more natural alternatives. Um, not that we don't need Western medicine, he still did uh, the traditional route, but I wanted to make sure we were detoxing his system and really giving him the best uh, fighting chance. And so um, as I was going through that path, I realized in my own journey, I still wasn't quite well. There was still something that seemed to be missing. And so I dove deeper into the nervous system and into emotions and how that affects us and realizing that there's a deep part that emotions play in our health and our wellness. And so that led me down to EFT, learning how to really bring awareness to emotions, but also know how to manage them in a way that are nurturing and bring more compassion and acceptance, uh, rather than trying to change what it is that we're feeling and try to get out of it, but really like how can we be in it? Because um, I really think that's the ultimate superpower is really accepting and going through every aspect of life um, with with a acceptance and compassion and curiosity to what, what is it, sh like what part of our body is um, trying to be seen and what part of us are we maybe ignoring or maybe not letting go of or um, suppressing in a way that we may not realize. And so that's what tapping 
allows us to do. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been a fun, I, I've now been incorporating it with dance with like movement and stopping and then tapping and then moving our body again. And there's just so much power when we bring our body on board, our nervous system. Yeah. So how did you find out about EFT? It actually was like an adjunct certification that I was getting while I was getting NLP and hypnosis. It Mm -hmm. was just one of those that was already embedded in the program. And I was like, huh, okay, this is interesting. And it it took me a while and I was slowly using it. But what I realized is just like breath, like you can sit and you can have all this anxiety, but like breathing is kind of the last thing you want to sit and do in those moments. So it's like, really being able to practice those in the moments when you're not in that heightened state is key. And that's what I really learned with EFT. It's like not really to start using it when I'm in the height of it, but using it for practical things. And then once I had those moments of heightened anxiety or just any issue that I was moving through, I could bring in the tapping and it was like already anchored into my system because I'd been practicing with it and using it. And um, yeah. And I think too, just getting over the idea that it feels silly um took me a while too because it's like you're tapping all these points and you're like what is this really doing and then mm-hmm. I started diving into the science and there's over 275 different peer-reviewed studies showing that um, it greatly decreases cortisol it lowers blood pressure heart rate like they've actually measured this and Harvard's done brain studies uh showing scans showing um the amygdala which is our emotional center in our brain that gets really activated when we have these emotional reactive situations. And so when a signal comes up from our body, it passes through the brainstem, up through the amygdala, and then it goes to our prefrontal cortex. But if that center is so activated, it's hard for us to activate our our higher level thinking, our observer point of view, our higher consciousness, if you will. And so by tapping, we're able to mitigate that and allow us to kind of see from a bird's eye view that we don't get so lost in the sauce, if you will, mm-hmm. our emotions. Yeah. So because you said that it was um, part of the hypnosis thing, would you say that EFT is similar to hypnosis or has some sort of a link to it? It, it has a link in the sense that you're operating with your brain waves and certain um, it's been shown to increase your alpha brainwave state, which is like you're very, you're focused, but you're very present. Um, theta brainwave is more of hypnosis. So it's more of like that, that time frame right before you go to sleep. Um, mm-hmm. all of it is really to, I think why it's paired together though, is to allow your body to rid it of trauma. Like if you have a lot of trauma or a lot of emotions stored in your body, it's hard to get into the place of hypnosis or NLP practices to rewire that you're just staying on the mental level. Whereas like EFT brings on the body in a way that the other don't. So it's a more embodied practice. And it's also, it's practical and you can use it at any time and it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <It's> free. <laughs> yeah. so can you tell us what EFT is? So we started, I think we've just yeah. hit the surface of it. What is it exactly? I've already said EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. Tell us a little bit more about what this entails. So I liken it to psychological acupressure. So the the reason being is because you're talking out loud. It uses CBT type reframing on board while also 
um, taking in traditional Chinese medicine by using the meridian endpoints. So there's nine different points, and as you tap on the different points, they correlate to different areas of the body. So, for example, like this is highly correlated to our stomach, which traditional Chinese medicine we store a lot of worry in that area. And then you've got the liver, which is this point, and that's um, tied with anger. And so there's, and again, you can store anger and worry anywhere in your body. It's just you know, part of it's linked. And so it hits every organ in your body, every area in your body, just with those nine points. Mm. And um, so what I love about it is that we can bring all the emotions that, that are present for us or the thought loops or the things that we get stuck in, and we can actually give voice to it. Mm -hmm. So as we voice it out and we use, you know, say, say whatever it is that we're feeling, because a lot of times, especially in the spiritual community, we want to be like only positive vibes only, right? Right. Like, yes. Talk about the, the negative or the things that are really going on in the background. Cause I don't want to address that. If I don't address it, then it makes it not real. Right. But really what's happening is it's an operating system, an app that's like open on your phone, that's operating in the background. So let's bring it forward. Let's give it a voice. Let's, let's be this overarching container that holds that as we allow it to be. And then we move to more neutrality. We allow whatever emotions to come up because there's always something underneath what we're feeling or what we're thinking, right? There's a deeper need. There's a deeper feeling. There's something that's being triggered from our past, whatever it may be. So by bringing it up, we're clearing it out. We're not brushing it under the rug and spraying potpourri, right? We're, we're actually clearing it and we're allowing ourselves to see how to be with tough emotions and we can move through them quicker, you know, but the goal isn't to move it, right? The goal is to be with it. How can we be with all parts of ourselves? Because that's what it means to be fully human and, and to be fully integrated and embodied is how can we bring our inner child, our wounds and everything along with us and heal it along the way. And as we heal it, then we have a lot less sandbags holding us down through life because it takes a lot of energy to hold down those past emotions and those wounds and those fears, right? We just, we walk around like with our arms holding down like volleyballs underwater. And it's like, that's a lot of energy to do. So yeah. this just allows us to move through it. I love that you mentioned that you're bringing up all of the feelings that are coming up, even the ugly parts, because I went onto your, your link tree and I found one EFT tapping thing to practice on. And you started saying negative things. And I was like, I'm not going to say that because then if I say it, it's going to make it true. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's already true, right? I just didn't want to voice it because of the fear of it making things worse. Or you were absolutely right about um, these beliefs of like only positivity, but we don't want to be toxically positive, right? We want to be able to embrace all of those shadows and all of the darkness within us so we can get through it instead of just shove it underneath a rug, like you say, and then have to deal with it in a more major way later on down the line. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it takes a lot of energy. Meanwhile, until that manifestation happens, it's taking our life force. So, right. So it exhausts you at like having to hide those things away from yourself and others. Yeah. Yeah. So you already mentioned these two points are connected to your liver and worry, or sorry, your stomach and worry. You mentioned the liver is anger. Take us through these nine points. Um, and, and like, what they're supposed to be helpful for. Yeah. So um, this main point is kind of like 
what it's like into putting the batteries in correctly. So we have the governor's meridian, which goes around our entire system. You know, I was kind of like telling you about that breath. It yeah. kind of links, so it links at, at the back of our uh, roof of our mouth, kind of where that uvula, the little thing mm -hmm. in the back of our throat, it connects there and it goes all the way around our system and then it connects kind of in our root chakra area. And oftentimes that can become reversed, the, the polarity. So that's mm -hmm. just getting that back into resonance and polarity. And then we go through and we charge up the rest of the system. So this only we do once and then we hit other points. So, sorry, can you tell us what part of that is? Because there are people listening on Spotify who are not watching. Oh, sorry, the karate yeah. chop point. So it's this area um, on the side of the hand as if you mm -hmm. were to karate chop a board that mm -hmm. whole area mm -hmm. and uh there's actually there's a really great uh, map if you were to google eft um, tapping points it'll give mm -hmm. you all the different organs that are attached to all the different parts um with a beautiful illustration that makes it awesome and and i, I go around and i kind of get in the rabbit hole of looking at all that but then i come back to wherever you feel like as we're when I'm working with clients, if I'm like, we're tapping on certain areas and I've seen people honor this and do this where they just stay in one area because for whatever reason, and I say, stay there if it feels really good and stay there. If maybe it feels a little uncomfortable, but maybe there's something there, mm -hmm. but if it's painful, I obviously say like, okay, move, move past that. But oftentimes there's an uncomfortability in those areas because there's something there. And sometimes we're just called there. It's like, oh, this feels really good. And I'm needing to put more attention and energy into that area. So I liken each different point as kind of like um, a fuse box. It's like different switches. So as we tap on it, we're like switching them on and kind of getting the circulation or life force energy running throughout our body in a way that um, is infusing every cell in the body. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, so that's the karate chop one. What is the next part? I know that there's like an order that people go in. Yeah. It's like this one. Yeah. So then there's the eyebrow point. And mm -hmm. oftentimes I find myself going here, especially when I'm overthinking or I just feel like there's a lot of energy or pressure in my head. I, I like tapping here and, and also on the top of my head, but in the, and again, the order it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not like you will mess this up if you don't go in this order. Um, Cause there's sometimes when I just go in and I just go straight to a point that feels good. I often go to my collarbone area that okay. feels good. Um, but we'll go back for sake of going through the order of everything. Mm -hmm. um, so then it's the side of the eye is the next point. And this is your gallbladder. And again, there's many other organs that are tied into it under mm -hmm. the eye. And then under the nose is actually considered, um, it's part of the conception line as well. And there's a lot under there. And then we've got under the lips. Mm -hmm. um, collarbone point has almost like, I think it's a couple hundred. Uh, it's basically two inches down from the collarbone point. And if you actually rub this area, oftentimes people get really sore here. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that attaches here, a lot of... Um, nerve and meridian and lymph system so sometimes i just come in and i also just massage it's really great for your lymph system so you tap over there and then under the arm kind of where the bra line would meet for mm -hmm. women and then we end doesn't on the matter top. what side no because i also i also saw that sometimes you just do um one eyebrow yeah um so it, it doesn't matter which side yeah. or whether you're two-handed okay you do one two or 
just either side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we finish with the top of the head and mm -hmm. I often just kind of do a circle around the whole top. There's like hundreds of points as well here, um, that are tied to our hypothalamus and pituitary gland and everything else. But this is actually probably one of my favorite when it comes to overthinking. It just, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but it just like brings that pressure and that tension that meets whatever is ruminating in my mind. Um, but yeah, those, those are the points. And there's also the wrists, which I actually love the wrists. Um, I think because traditionally most have that specific order, I don't necessarily always bring this one in. This is really great for your central nervous system, autonomic nervous system. Mm -hmm. And um, it, there's something about it that feels really good to me. So mm -hmm. I do like that point as well. Okay. So it'd be like so how, perfume, those points. Yeah, just those yeah. points. Mm -hmm. um, is there a, so this is all a cyclical thing, right? You're going through these tapping points and you're saying the things that, how do you choose what things to say? And how long do you recommend that somebody does an EFT tapping session? Yeah, great question. So um, typically I say, what's most pressing on your heart? What's, mm -hmm. what's going on the most? Like, are you feeling a lot of frustration or grief or anxiety? Or um, do you just have ruminating thoughts? Are you, uh, what, what thoughts keep looping in your mind that is going on that the inner critic is telling you? Let's take that one thought or that one belief that you keep shoving aside that you don't want to look at. Like, what is that one thing? And usually from there, there's a lot of things that can stem from that. Um, so it typically depends, you know, obviously I have people rate their number from like zero to 10, 10 being the most intense that they're experiencing this, zero being none at all. Um, the goal is to get to a five or below. Um, and then you just keep tapping until you reach that point. But like I said, oftentimes it unravels into more, into more, into more. There's, there's mm -hmm. different roots that come off of that one belief or, or whatnot. And so sometimes it takes many sessions to, to get to each one. Um, but yeah, typically the goal is five below. Um, I usually notice seven, 10 minutes. I'm feeling really good when I can get seven mm -hmm. to 10 minutes in, uh, 30 minutes is even greater in an hour. You're golden. And they've done, um, scientific studies where they compared an hour of talk therapy to an hour of EFT and they actually measured the cortisol levels and the DHEA, which is like the youth hormone. And um, after 14 or after just an hour of traditional talk therapy, it was a 14% decrease in cortisol, mm -hmm. whereas with EFT, it was 24 and up to 50% decrease in cortisol. Mm -hmm. And so um, obviously you can't, can't really overdo it, but yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that you brought in the statistics and it like loops in the next question perfectly. Um, those percentages are astounding to hear the difference between the two. So how can you use EFT in conjunction with talk, th talk therapy if it is a possibility? Yeah. So Usually in my, like I'm not CBT trained or anything like that, but I, I do feel very resonant with that format. My only issue with talk therapies is not incorporating the body. It's just staying on the mental right. level, right? Like that's what mm -hmm. somatics is all about. And what tapping is all about is like, okay, now how can we move that? And that's why I love incorporating the dance as well, because it's like, let's move and shake. Let's actually like let out the anger. I have certain moves that kind of help move anger. Cause you know, when you're angry, like tapping doesn't feel like that's a lot of charged emotion and energy, right? That we need to move and get out of our yeah. system. And so um, that's why I love bringing that on board. But 
I usually start with having the consult with somebody and getting underneath what's going on. And I feed back the same words that I heard and they repeat it back. And then I give openings to where they can then come in with their own words and where they feel it in their body to bring awareness to, oh, I feel that here and this is what it feels like. And can we be with that? And so then I just have this space where we're just being with the sensation in the body and just not doing anything, not not making any stories, not attaching to it, not trying to get lost in the dialogue, but like, let's be with that uncomfortable emotion. Because I believe that that's what most of the things we do to avoid being with it is just the feeling of, oh, I don't like that constriction in my stomach, or I don't like that ache in my heart or whatever it is. And so, um, yeah, bringing in the talk therapies throughout and then we stop and we just like check back in and we go back in if we need to. Um, sometimes it's a long form. It's just, it varies. It varies with each client. Okay. And do you have an example of like your favorite case of a client that made huge strides in, in healing using EFT? Mm. I, I remembered a really well, two come to mind. One of them was more recent. Um, she was really struggling with a relationship um, that she felt very uh, rejected and just kind of like when she didn't give him certain aspects that he wanted, he was just like, all right, I'm out. And it was very painful. And underneath that, we unlocked so much, so many of her own ways that she was rejecting herself mm -hmm. and ways that she's been abandoned that were from her past and um it just it unlocked questions and perspectives that she had never never thought of before our session and she just had such good cry and good release and was able to like she followed back up two weeks after that and um because we had another session and she just told me she was like wow that was so powerful and i've been tapping since then and she really got to see and experience how powerful it was and and, and how to be with herself and dialogue. So I usually tell people when you journal, because, you know, that's our one place that we really go and we journal on all the things we don't want to see or don't want other people to see um, and be able to turn that into your dialogue list into mm -hmm. if you're tapping by yourself um, and start there and just see what comes up, you know, but not make it a big deal. And sometimes don't say anything. Sometimes just tap through the points and breathe and just start scanning your body like that in and of itself can be so powerful i've had a lot of people tell me they don't do it because they don't know what to say or they don't know where to start and it's like just tap on your body and breathe it's powerful in itself yeah and so you said that um if you have and i feel like i feel like you start a lot of your your sessions this way at least the ones that i saw on your link tree, you talk about how, if you have these like high emotions, you do other things beforehand. I think for the, I, I did the anger one yeah. and you said, um, I, you, you didn't incorporate dance in that, but you said, if, if you are feeling like too high of a charge, go like scream in a pillow or go punch a punch a pillow or something. Right. What are other, other emotions that people deal with that you have to do something else beforehand before starting the tapping? Cause the emotions are too big. I mean, I feel like anxiety is a great example of that. Like oftentimes if we just like get up and we shake and we just start mm -hmm. yelling, like make sounds like any kind of sounds and just move the body and just allow yourself to just 
fully come back into your body. Because oftentimes anxiety, I feel like it's it dissociates us a lot more than mm-hmm. most of the other emotions because we're so stuck in in the fear of the future and we just start spiraling that way and it's just like shakes it up and it's like someone coming up to you and be like hey come back like you this is this is a a worry that we don't necessarily know is true or going to happen and we're just creating more worry more concern more fear by allowing it to just take take charge and so mm-hmm. um shaking our body and then coming back to you and actually like asking like okay i'm feeling really anxious what am I feeling really anxious about? What what am I telling myself? What is the voice saying in my head? When we can like separate the fact that we aren't our anxiety, we aren't our anger, like this is just energy moving through our body and it's in a response to something. Like anger often protects our boundaries and where mm-hmm. we are um, maybe not taking charge of our life or maybe where we feel like um, we're, we have loss of control around things that we never necessarily had control to begin with right but also where where certain areas we do and so being able to really like get curious with whatever emotion comes through but anxiety and anger would be the two that i say discharge that energy because it can be a lot yeah is there anything else that you think that you want to share about eft that i haven't asked about that you haven't mentioned that you think is important for people to know yeah i Thank you for asking that. That's a great question because honestly, I feel like we've been talking about all these quote unquote negative emotions that, you know, we often avoid, but like tapping can actually be used to to anchor in your dreams, your visions, what you want to create, how you want to step in. And that's how often like I, I end it with is, you know, what the opposite of whatever someone's struggling with is, is then implanting that in place of like, how can we feel joy and pleasure in the midst of our pain and and, in the midst of this transitional period of what whatever it is that someone's going through right um but it can also if you're feeling a lot of gratitude like i've had moments where i'm in such bliss and gratitude and i just start tapping and i breathe it in and i'm like taking mental snapshots and what i'm feeling in my body and deepening that amplifying it and it's just a beautiful way to to really serve us that's not just getting out all the uncomfortable and quote unquote negative. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I didn't know that you could use EFT for positive things. So that's great that you brought that up, that um, you can move positive energy around in your body as well. Yeah. And I should update my link tree because those videos were taken probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could probably update and add that too. It's like, how can we feel more celebration and joy and pleasure in life? So yeah. Well, Ashley, you said that we would do kind of like a demo of an EFT tapping session. So you want to go ahead and get into that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just want to ask you for permission. Like, obviously, the vulnerability is, you know, will go as far as as you're willing. And um, just know that whatever we're working through, if somebody at home likely has something similar, if the words don't match what feels resonant to you, change the words and and put in what does feel true for you. Um, That's what I say for tapping. And also I wanted to give um, a free, like there's a lot of free resources too that I'll help people with in the end of, you know, they go on and they see the guided EFT tapping Mm -hmm. that they can change the words there too. Like it's, it's very customizable. So um, we'll go ahead and just, if you want to open up as far as around, uh, grief, I know we talked about that 
Um, if you want to open up a little bit more about what it is that you're grieving or what you're moving through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So just releasing um, several people and um, pets from my life, moving through the grief of having lost them. I know that I explained in my last episode that grief is the feeling that we get when we can't give these beings love anymore. And um, I absolutely love that. But it also moving the grief into mourning, I think is what the EFT tapping will do, which is actually moving it out of your body so it doesn't hurt as much. Um, and so that's that's what I'm trying to to work through, right? The, the grieving of the loss of people either to death or to like just life in general. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this is perfect. We'll go ahead and we'll, we'll tap on that. So I will name the point to when to move on again. If you feel called to stay in that point, stay in that point um, and repeat the words that resonate with you and change whatever doesn't. So, okay. all right. So starting the karate chat point, even though I'm feeling this grief, no, I'm feeling this grief. I deeply love and accept myself. I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm experiencing this grief. Even though I'm experiencing this grief. And it feels difficult. And it feels difficult. I am here with it right here, right now. I am here with it right here, right now. Even though this grief brings up a lot for me. Even though this grief brings up a lot for me. I can allow myself to be with it just a little bit. I can allow myself to be with it just a little bit. Piece by piece. Piece by piece. Eyebrow point. Taking a big deep breath in and out. This grief. It feels heavy. It feels heavy. Side of the eye. I don't really know where to start. I don't really know where to start. End of the eyes. It feels really heavy. Feels really heavy. It's almost like a massive lake held with a dam. Almost like a massive lake held with a dam. I don't want to open that dam. I don't want to open that dam. What will happen? What will happen? Under the nose. Say out loud, what will happen? What will happen? And then answer that question, what comes up for you? Mm. What will happen well, if I open the dam? Lots of sadness, lots of anger, lots of pain. Mm. Under the lips, taking a deep breath in. <sighs> I experience a lot of sadness, a lot of anger, and a lot of pain. Experience a lot of sadness, a lot of anger, and a lot of pain. A bone point, and a part of me is scared. A part of me is very scared. <laughs> very scared to confront all of that. Very scared to confront all of that. Under the arm. But I can be a safe place. I can be a safe place. I can be a loving container. I can be a loving container. For whatever wants to come up. For whatever wants to come up. Top of the head. Taking a big deep breath in, 
and out. What emotion feels most prevalent? Anger. Anger is really present. Anger is really present. Mm, brings up a lot of emotion with that. Brings up a lot of emotion with that. My bell point. I can feel the anger in my... I can feel the anger in my shoulders. Side of the eye. That anger in my shoulder feels like... The anger in my shoulder feels like a lot of weight that I'm carrying. Mm, taking a big deep breath in. All this heavy weight on my shoulders. All this heavy weight on my shoulders. And with the eye. I no longer want to carry it. I no longer want to carry it. This weight is not for me to carry. This weight is not for me to carry. Under the nose. I'm willing to be with some of this anger. I'm willing to be with some of this anger. Under the lips. I'm willing to be with this anger 10%. I'm willing to be with this anger 10%. And for sake of yelling into a microphone, I'd probably have you yell. I'd probably have you just release. <laughs> in the way that your body wants to emote it. Mm -hmm. Again, you are open to do that, or we can just move on to the next step. But the point thing is that we can discharge some of that emotion. And maybe later today, you can let go and allow your body to make the sounds. We clear so much energy through our sound and through breath and through our movement. And so I really invite whoever's tapping along with us as well to scream, yell, my favorite places in the car. Mm. So Here, let me just mute it and just do it because okay. I want to invite people to do it also. Absolutely. Go ahead. Yes, let it out. There we go. Good job. I love it. All right, to our collarbone point. I'm ready to let go of this weight. I'm ready to let go of this weight. I'm ready to be free. I'm ready to be free. I'm ready to feel lighter. I'm ready to feel lighter. And brighter. And brighter. Because grief is like a sinking ship. This grief is like a sinking ship. And I'm ready to float. And I'm ready to float. Under the arm. Big deep breath in. And out. And we can finish up the top of the head. Filling in that area of that 10% of what we let out. Filling it in with all that you want to fill in. How do you want to feel? Want to feel lighter? How else do you want to feel? I want to feel lighter. I want to feel at peace. Peace. Filling that in. You can visualize that as you take a nice big deep breath in. Filling up your shoulders, allowing that area to expand. Maybe noticing your shoulders dropping. And then coming back to putting your hands on your lap and taking a nice big deep breath in. And out. 
and I didn't have you rate it before, but on a scale of zero to 10, where would you say your, your anger was and where it is now? That's usually how I would kind of guide it. Mm -hmm. I know it was definitely at like an eight or nine. Yeah. And right now it's like at about a four. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. I feel really like, I feel kind of like I'm on a high, yeah. <laughs> like a little bit. Is, that's what I was going to explain. I love that you, you feel that that's um, how I know that I've really, um, I've tapped into parts of my body is when I feel that buzzy feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, oftentimes I have to just like sit, you know, sit and just be still with that after I'm done tapping so that I can just acknowledge that, you know, we can shift our energy at any point at any time and mm -hmm. our breath and tapping is so powerful. And so um, that's just like a little mini snack size of, of, you know, what I usually have someone go into even more depth, like what makes you angry about that? Mm -hmm. What face do you see? And just like really unraveling more of that. And what would you like to say to this person? And, and really mm -hmm. like unraveling and bringing in those questions that allow us to speak our piece. And mm -hmm. I can be that sounding board. I can be that person um, that you'd wish to say that to. Yeah. Um, and it just helps discharge a lot of that energy in a way. I that bet. Yeah. And I think you brought it up earlier, but this for sure is an experience of like writing everything down in your journal, but just tapping to everything that you're saying. Yeah. 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 There's so much power to saying things out loud. Mm -hmm. It separates that thought or that motion that whatever it is that it separates it from us. Cause oftentimes when we just keep it running in our head, it just, it becomes us, right? We feel like we are that and that mm -hmm. we are a bad person because we have these thoughts or whatever the judgments come up around that. And so um, our mind is a meaning making machine. It's naturally going to try to unravel and tell the stories and make meaning of whatever it is we're experiencing. So might as well give it that voice and allow it to yeah. just come out and then reframe it into what it actually is. And yeah. I really just miss this person or I really wish this person was able to meet me here and mm -hmm. explain what it is that you wanted from that person. So yeah. 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 We're not going to go that in depth. That's a little yeah. personal, but exactly, exactly. Which is why I didn't, I didn't want to take you there, but yeah. Yeah. No, I love this. Thank you so much for guiding us through that. And I hope whoever went along with us got some sort of a relief and release as well. Um, yeah. You're, you're journaling, but you're working through what you're feeling in your body. And I think that's, that's what's missing in a lot of these, like um, this talk therapy stuff. And I know I'm a mental health therapist. I do talk therapy, but I'm also looking into trainings for like EMDR with somatics, anything that I can, that I can mix with somatics and dancing and art therapy or whatever it is when we can move energies in our bodies. Like that's, that's where I'm at. And that's what I'm looking for. Cause I think it's very important to mix mind and body together. And, and I love this. I love this so much. I'm so glad that, that you were able to show us this. Absolutely. And I, I recommend um, people to download tapping solutions app. It is a free app and they have little guide that you can also pay for it. There's more premium, um, but they're, mm -hmm. they've got a lot of free, great resources that are, are just like a help um, to get you started, you know, and mm -hmm. And of course, for more customizable, you, there's so many EFT practitioners out there and you can reach out to me. If, even if you just have questions, I love answering and, and helping people through that. And so. Great. So 
you already told us about um, Tapping Solutions app. Any other resources that you recommend to continue learning about or healing through EFT? Yeah, um, I have those that you mentioned on my link tree. I have some videos mm -hmm. as well that kind of cover some um, common emotions. I'm sure there's stuff on YouTube. I have um, I haven't found as Brad Yates is actually a really good one. He's a good person to follow on YouTube. He has some pretty good videos on there. Um, but yeah, I, I really think there's so much potency when we can journal and use our own words and really like get to a point where we're um, guiding ourselves through it. And we're being, because I believe a higher power comes in when, when we're mm -hmm. in that place of presence. That Because just as we have the inner critic, when we start tapping, we can clear that amygdala and that um, default mode network. I believe a higher voice comes through. And I believe there's a whether you want to call that the most loving father or mother figure or or whatever that is, whatever voice there is that in us as well. And so when we can allow ourselves to have that voice come through, it just becomes a little louder when we can dampen the other voices and mm -hmm. everything. So yeah. more that we like are able to come through and repattern because this this actually repatterns our nervous system mm -hmm. in, in a way that I like to look at it as we're this loving parent for that. I look at all emotions as these little kids, these little kids that just want to be seen, heard, acknowledged, accepted, um, appreciated, allowed to, to be what it is that they are. Um, when we can be that, the more we do that, the more we cultivate a deep self love and self-trust mm -hmm. and self-respect that's mm -hmm. beyond pampering and, and bubble baths and other self-care, which is great, but like, when we can be that nurturing parent for ourselves, that develops such a deep love and self-trust within ourselves. And mm -hmm. we can really become more resilient to handle anything in life. And really that's what we're here doing. We're, we're not here to get rid of all the human experiences. We're here to just expand that bubble that we can tolerate that mm -hmm. window of tolerance. And so that's really what I love so much about tap about tapping. And so, yeah. It repatterns and reparents. That's great. Yeah. That's super cool. It could be like a slogan for it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley, how can people find your services? Um, I'm going to link your Instagram, but is there a, a website other than Linktree or any other platforms that you're on? That's my only place right now. Okay. Yeah. I had a website and I just, it's so much easier to to do Linktree and, and have anyone. Yeah. Like it's a lot of maintenance for a website. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And then anything that you might be doing in the community soon, speaking at an event, holding a workshop, et cetera. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing a retreat out in California um, that's going to be leading the somatic dance portion as well, where I'll also incorporate tapping. So I like moving people to this really ecstatic, um, we're moving our body, we're getting our heart rate up and then bringing us back into the present, tapping, seeing what comes up because we can like move our body in a really rapid way we like it forces you to wake up it's moving blood through your body right so it's like then we tap back into the our center and new stuff comes up and then we move that energy and then we tap back down into our center and check back in and figure out what else is there and move that energy and so it's been um, my passion of late is working with people and bringing in tapping in dance and so that will be in february 
So that is super awesome. Is that going to be available online at some point or is it just in person in California? It's just in person. Yeah. But I'm sure at some point she'll open it up for it to be a virtual experience. Okay. Would you be open to doing something here? Because you're working with somebody else, right? So yeah. like, what about you leading something like that here yeah. in Austin? I, I am, you know, I've actually, me and um, my partner who did Liberate Your Wild, we've been working on some things in the background. So hopefully something soon. And I've actually, I've been feeling like doing like monthly IG lives doing this and like mm -hmm. just having people join and um, that being a resource as well. So We'll see. There's some things in the works for sure. Okay. Well, I'm excited to find out about that. Anything else you want to share with us before we let you go on for your day? Um, hmm. I feel like as long as you take even starting with five minutes a day, 10 minutes would be even, even better. But if you could start five minutes, just tapping on different parts of your body, breathing, scanning, I think you would be um, surprised at how much that can shift. If we just one one percent better than the day before, that really adds up. And a lot of us think, oh, if we don't have thirty minutes to meditate, we don't have like the hour morning routine or this and that. Like, oh, we're behind it. It's like, yeah. no, just take five minutes. Even if it's, it doesn't even have to be in the morning. Morning and night would probably be the most powerful. But like, if you can just find a moment in your day and you could stop and just start tapping and do a check and ask yourself, like, mm -hmm. what are you feeling? Where are you holding tension? Where are you maybe holding your breath? Can you breathe into that area? Can you expand into that area? Can you um, use that moment to pray? Like that's, mm -hmm. I've, I've learned that just like praying too in those moments um, is just a moment to do a check-in and to just recalibrate. It's um, can do a lot, can do a lot just in five minutes. So. I'd invite oh, people awesome. to try. Yeah. Thank you for leaving that piece of advice with us. And thank you so much for joining me today and for teaching me and whoever's watching and listening about this amazing, amazing, amazing somatic healing um, technique. It's so awesome. And, and I want the world to know about it. So thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> helping me spread the word. <laughs> all right. I hope that you all liked this episode that it was very informational. In the description, I'm going to include Ashley's information, her link tree, and the sites that she gave me, the app that she gave me, so that y'all can go check out EFT Tapping if it's something that intrigued you or caught your attention to be able to implement in your healing journey. Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode of Doses of Darling. I would like to send you all off with all of my light, all of my love, and many, many blessings. See y'all next time.